Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours. Conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, and today we've got my friend and uh, longtime friend, uh, Steve Tapala, who's a world famous uh, photographer, golf photographer, but also other sports. Uh, what's the worst picture you ever think you took that you <laughs> something you really wanted and you thought, yes. And then you got back in your in the media center and you're looking at it. And uh, well, this and and to frame this right for people, no pun intended, it's a lot easier today than it was 25 years ago where you were actually using film and you had to wait to develop the film and right. do a contact sheet to see if you actually got it. Now you can see if you get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely a, a big advantage being able to look at your what you've shot. I mean, almost immediately. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, I, I think the most disappointed I've ever been is an, anticipating a big celebration and then they don't do anything. They just their arms just drop to their sides and they walk away. And it's like, oh, come on, you could you could do a little more than that, please. You know, so smile or something. Yeah, yeah, right. You could, yeah, you wait, you wait, you're ready, you're all set up, you're doing it, and then they just kind of go, you know, they just drop their putter or something that doesn't look that exciting in your camera. So, but you do what you do, you know, it is what it is. And uh, sometimes all the planning and all the, you know, thought thought process, just get ready for anticipating something, and then it doesn't happen, that could be pretty disappointing. I know one one tournament that you put me on one side of the green, you were on the other side of the green, it was a ladies tournament. The lady won um, and was great. Uh, immediately got hugs from her caddy. Immediately got hugs from the other players. I think her boyfriend or whatever. Ran, but you couldn't get any of them because they were all in a cluster. And all it was mm -hmm. was a mass of people with right. arms sticking out here and there. And it was like you said, did you get that? Said, what the hell am I going to get? There was nothing to yeah. Yeah, there's it was lots a of mess. bodies in the way. Yeah. Well, and sometimes, you know, you, you'll see a wonderful photo and it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be, uh, you'll think to myself, oh man, how did that photographer get that angle? And a lot of times it's just luck. You know, the seas parted for that split second and they happen to be, you know, framed and, and hit the button and they got it. You know, a uh, split second later, it was obscured by someone running in with a champagne bottle to spray. You know, that's yeah. the other thing. You know, there's some of that going on. In fact, it's kind of funny. Recently, that guy getting tackled in the last tournament. Oh, up in Canada? Running. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. But, yeah, you got a lot of people running on the, the, on the green. Uh, sometimes a TV photographer, you know, that's got a camera on his shoulder, he'll run in there for a tight, close shot. And so you can get hosed 
so to speak, I, a lot of things. It can be a caddy steps in the way. You know, it can be so many different things that, you know, no matter how much you prepare, you don't have control over it. So, you know. It, Does it ever irritate you that the TV guys step in front of everybody? Yeah, I really wish. And a lot, you know, a lot of us talk about this. It's like, you know, you've got the equipment. You can stay back. If everybody stays back, we all can get our picture. But if one guy runs in there and he's like, you know, uh, six to eight inches away from the winner's face, it just no one else can get a picture. And yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's it is a frustration. And, and sometimes uh, there have been occasions where we'll, you know, it's kind of talked sort of amongst the group. Hey, when this when this happens. Let's all give that that extra, you know, 20 feet of space so we all get our picture and then, you know, move in. You can move in, but it's just the immediate yeah. can really uh, screw it up for a lot of people. Um, sometimes I think that they just want the picture of the reporter doing the stand up well, with yeah. the microphone. And, and that's going to be in their reel, so to speak. And then, you know, they're like, yeah, we're talking to, you know. Bobby two noses here and uh, just won the tournament. And then they look at the camera and smile like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's TV and you and I yeah. both have uh, our feet in that water too, but sometimes you just go, eh. So um, you're working a tournament. There's long days, uh, sometimes long nights, uh, especially if we're working a local one. So you'd go back home and this and that, and this and that. What's um What's something that you think is a good thing about the press centers? And what's one thing I'm not putting you on the spot to talk about anybody in particular, because I have no, I have no idea what you're going to say, but, and then what's the thing that really irritates the hell out of you sometimes about the, the press centers, or maybe just how the press is treated. We're not the most loved people in the world. I know that. Yeah. No, I mean, I think for the most part, I've, I've met a lot of great people. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been shooting golf for gosh, 35 years, I guess, approximately. I started in the mid-80s shooting golf. And I've met so many great people that run the press center and, yeah. and will do, you know, bend over backwards. You need something, they'll get it or they'll find out somebody who, who can get it for you or, you know, just tidbits of information that maybe you want to include in the caption. Um, so I've met a lot of great people. You know, obviously space is important. There's nothing worse than having 10 people in a room that really is suited to five. Uh, mm -hmm. You're on top of each other and you're kind of hot and bothered and grumpy anyway. And, and being, you know, piled on top of each other is never a good thing. Of course, refreshments are important. Um, you know, you got to be able to get water and a little food in you. It, sometimes just snacks to grab, you know, because lots of times we don't sit and actually eat a meal. Right. Uh, so that, that's always very important. And, you know, so the conditions in the media center can really help. Uh, I, I actually shot the live, the LIV tournament here in Portland last year, and they had the biggest press center I've ever worked in set up out at pumpkin Ridge. So I had a, all the space I needed and, uh, you know, access was pretty good. It was easy to get to. It wasn't like, you know, a long hike from the course to get to it. So location's important as well. You know, you don't want to be down in the basement of, the, you know, the uh, cart barn or something like that. Right. So you want to, access is very important. So uh, that being said, you know, those are all the good things. Um, uh, as far as the bad things is if they're just not prepared for us. Uh, 
you know, problems with internet or, uh, you know, it's, if, if the tournament is run well and they have the right people in the right spots, everything goes smoothly, but it's, can be frustrating to get on site and you don't have the technical stuff you need to do to get your job done. So, you know, it's whether it's a leaderboard up on the wall and, you know, project on the wall, that's very helpful rather than have to, you know, look on your phone or, or go to a website to check. It's nice to have that thing up on the wall all the time. And, you know, so having that infrastructure, so to speak, in the media center can make things a lot better. Parking's a big thing for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Parking can be good. big, big. And, you know, you and I both have had experience where, you know, you're, nobody knows you, nobody really cares who you are. So, you know, they say, yeah, no, you're parking them way over in that lot. They're running shuttles. So you can, you know, hop in a shuttle and come back. But, uh, but then again, I've had great experience with tournaments where the guy who's running the close lot where maybe the players park and the dignitaries and they'll you know, say, yeah, just come to my gate. You have a spot right there. And boy, those, that's pretty sweet when you can park very close. And not that, have is, that, hike. that is, yeah, that it, is, that is really nice. I hope some people in Portland that are running tournaments uh, hear this show (laughs) instead of parking across the 12 acre field, you know, and and that type of thing. But no, it's, it's all good. And, you know, I think, um, I think one of the interesting things is, uh, is sometimes you kind of get to know the player a player, you don't get to know all of them, but you might get to know one, especially one that you've been assigned to make sure that you get some images of because somebody's doing a feature on them, whether they, Mm -hmm. if they win, that's a bonus, but they're doing some sort of feature on them like Mm -hmm. that, or if they've got local ties or something like that, uh, you get to know them. And most all of them that I've come across are, are, uh, you know, pretty friendly, pretty open. Excuse Mm -hmm. me. My nose itches. Um, have had some, and I, and I think you've had this too. We've had some, um, seasoned veterans that can get a little squirrely on you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if for some reason they back off a putt or they back off a shot, the first person they look to is us. Like we made a noise or something and you can be standing there as, as frozen as, uh, you know, a mastodon in the ice and uh, they'll still look at you uh, and their caddy sometimes will say something to you. And so I always, I always thought we should have a little, a little card we could hold up with an arrow yeah. point, pointing to somebody else, you know, like yeah. that. And right, that, right. that would be good. Yeah. Well, and you know, there are times where it's inadvertent, you know, you, it's not like you're trying to be a distraction, but something can happen. You step on a twig or you, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's real quiet or, you know, there are certain things that just are, they happen. And uh, most players are pretty good about shaking that off. Some of them will kind of let it fester and then they, they're looking for you then, you know, especially yeah. if they're leading and you're following them or something, they go you know, like, well, all right, haven't you got enough pictures of me today? Kind of thing, you know, go find somebody else to bother. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that is a, a, an interesting part of it where the interaction the, I wanted a, a thought I had when you were talking about this as well as sometimes as like, I've been the tournament photographer, so I'm working for the tournament, not necessarily covering it like a regular media person. So a big part of that job 
is to get the trophy picture. You know, after right. it's all said and done and all the dignitaries have had their the microphone and everything, then it's then it's usually me one on one with the the winner and a trophy. And I, it's kind of fun. Some people are have enough experience with it that they they're fine. They take direction well. Then you've got the newbies and they're not sure what to do. You know. And then you've got, like you said, the seasoned veterans, and they're just like, oh, you're wasting my time. I want to go, you know, have a, a cold one in the in the locker room and right. hang out with my whatever, you know. But so it, it kind of varies. But I've met a lot of nice people, yes, um, professional golfers that are they're very, you know, many times it's maybe the biggest day of their life. It might be the most money they've ever made in a tournament. So they're usually pretty excited and, and pretty open to what we need to get done. And we try to be as quick and take up as little of their time as possible, but there's a certain few things we need them to do. Yeah. And the, and the, the, the win picture at the end is very important. I think when you're working for a tournament, because if you work for the tournament, I work for you, you know, but you get those. And I think it's very important because those shots are going to be used not just in a, a local paper or on a wire service. They're going to be used for promotion for the next year. They're going to be used in a lot of things. And so uh, it's very important to get those shots. And if the, if the subject is, you know, happy and willing to work with you, it certainly makes it a lot easier, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's yeah. For sure. It, it's uh it's an interesting it's an interesting way to make a living. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Just from being around you, you know. Well, it's been a very you're right, interesting is the word. I mean, uh I I'm, like next week I've got four or five days of golf tournaments. I'm shooting locally here. Uh Oregon Golf Association has their amateur championship next week. And I think it's their senior women's amateur, and then the following week I'm doing a junior amateur. So I've got some days out. Uh, I'm going to have some days out on the golf course, hiking around, doing my thing. And there, there is sort of a, a repetitiveness to it. I mean, I don't usually go into tournaments with some brilliant new idea that I'm going to try. I go in, I get my basics done, then I work on trying to get some creative photos, and then I make sure I get the the, the you know the money shot, so to speak. It might, whether it's a nice shot with someone with the trophy or a reaction on the green, a high five, you know, whatever. So those, all those things are important, but I, I usually go into the tournaments thinking all, I'm going to get all those things done. You know, I, I never, right. I never feel nervous, like, Oh, I'm going to miss something, but that I've done enough of it. I, I have a little bit of a process that I do and it. It usually works out pretty well. I think one of the funnest parts that when I work with you is, some of the crowd shots and especially little kids, especially if the little kids are, are, well, the little, little ones, they're fun. Cause you never know what the hell they're going to do, you know, yeah. they're laying in the grass or spilling an ice cream cone or whatever. But, uh, most of the players are pretty decent about signing autographs, mm -hmm. um, like that. And to get their, the little kids reactions to that, mm -hmm. Or even if it's an, maybe a real elderly person that has not been well, but they've managed to come out and, you know, maybe their their mobility is is not what it should be. Maybe they're in a wheelchair or a scooter or something. I I really like 
taking those because I like people yeah. in general. I like people. Right. Yeah. Those are fun pictures to get. Um, yeah. My favorite is, you know, the little kids that hang around the scoring tent or whatever, yeah. hang out and then the players will come out and sign stuff that, you know, the bill of their hat or the back of their shirt or something like that. Yeah. Those are fun pictures. And, you know, sometimes the setup doesn't allow it, you know, the, the, the way the rope is set up for, the spectators and fans, they, the access isn't good or whatever. But even still, sometimes like it's a, a really famous picture, you know, shot that they get on TV a lot is where maybe a player is coming, he's leading and he's kind of, or making a charge and he's walking up the hill off the green to the next tee box. And if the gallery's close enough in on the ropes, it's those little hand, you know, high fives as they go up, you know, people yeah. are sticking their hand out and wanting to get a high five from them. That's a really fun picture, but that's a tough one to get because you're backpedaling usually uphill with a lot of gear on your shoulders. And the, the worst thing you want to do, and it's happened to me is, stumble and go down and then you're down and the next thing you know the player was trying to avoid stumbling over you so yeah it can be a, a dicey situation but it's a fun picture to get if if the if you're in the right spot and can be mobile enough to stay out of the way so so i want you to give our listeners some advice dipper okay. um now you know cell phones are allowed um mm -hmm. i saw somebody posted something today about uh, there was somebody filming one of the, you know, the U.S. Opens going on, and mm -hmm. they were standing kind of off to the side of them, and not even on the facial side, on their backside, filming, mm -hmm. and maybe they were filming their swing. I don't know, but at least once a day during a tournament, somebody presses the button for a still, and it makes that little noise. It's not mm -hmm. a very big noise but it's still a noise. And what can you tell folks about kind of the do's and don'ts really quick and what would be proper protocol, if you will, taking pictures like that. So you're talking about like a professional photographer, what, what the kind of things we do and don't do. Yeah. And then if people yeah. are, you know, people are standing there with their cell phones and, you know, look, if you're in the if you're in the gallery and there's ropes and you're by the tee box and some everybody's head goes like yeah, that and right. watches the ball after they hit the right. ball, right? right? Right. But you'll always hear uh, at least once when we're covering a tournament that that shutter sound will go right. off, right? Just as they're coming down with their backswing or something. Yeah. Well, what what it happens essentially? What happens is uh, if I'm set up to get a good swing photo. I tend to, you know, and, and with motor drives on cameras, we get multiple shots, you know, bang, bang, bang. Right. So what I do is I, I, when they're setting up and lining up, once they go to the, you know, start walking into their uh, address position, I, I don't take any pictures. And then, you know, they might do their waggle and their little practice swing or half practice swing which can throw us off sometimes. Sometimes we think the half practice swing is a real swing. But anyway, uh, and then when, they, when they're ready to pull the trigger, so to speak, and, and hit the ball, I wait till they're at the top of their backswing, and that's like a split second. And then I will, I'll press the button. And to be honest, at that point, they're, un they're 
consciousness is not going to pick up that sound. They're not right. going to hear it, see it, feel it, anything. So, and I've often thought, you know, sometimes they, you know, they might give me the eyeball and I, you know, I look at my frames and literally the, the, the club is, you know, beyond the T it's already hit the ball on my first frame. So mm -hmm. it's, it's that time, the amount of time it takes to go from the top to actually hitting the ball is so small that, you know, that movement, there's no way you can affect, I don't think you can affect it. And you rarely can get it before they even hit the ball. It's that fast. So yeah, that's, that's the one thing. The other thing I really, you know, work hard on is not being, especially on putts, uh, right on exactly on the extension of the line between, you know, having the flag between me and the player on the other side or right. the hole. Uh, I don't want to be right on that focus line. So, um, you know, I, I want to be a little off to the side so they're not just seeing me with my big lens pointing right, you know, right down the barrel, so to speak, of them. And then the, the one other little thing that I uh, learned early on in my career is sometimes when a, a group clears the green uh, and you're going to stay there, uh, you might be moving position. But what's happening is the, the players who are out in the fairway preparing to hit their shot, their approach shots, they're oftentimes picking something in the background, you know, the camera tower or that, you know, quiet sign or something like that, that they're already picking those things out. And if you're moving around on the back of the green, I've had them come up and say to me, you know, once they get up there, he says, you know, you're moving around up back here when we're trying to prepare for our shot. And I might be 150, 180 yards away, but they don't like that movement behind the green when they're preparing, you know, preparing to hit their shot. So that's only one other thing I've kind of learned over the years is, you know, try to move quickly, get out of there and don't be kind of bouncing around here, you know, over this side. And you think, Oh no, I want to go back over that side. They don't like that. They don't like a lot of movement in the background. Well, one thing that I learned too was uh, after they hit their approach shot and the balls on the green or in the bunker, wherever it is, that helps you pick a spot to go set up for the next shot and right. they've already hit it. So you can move around as much as you want at that. You know, you can't trudge across the middle of the green, but you know what I right. mean? Like that. Right. Anyway, Steve, it's been great. I know you got to go, uh, but I appreciate it. And uh, you'll probably see him out at um, somewhere. One of those <laughs> events, uh, if you're following OGA stuff, or if you're going to be following the Portland classic, you might be out there. You never know. Uh, yeah. I, I see him a lot. So it's, I just see him a lot. So there you go, you know, like that. But Steve DePaula, uh, I appreciate it. And look him up, folks. You can see a lot of his, uh, or you can go to Steve DePaula. What is it? Steve DePaula Photography? It's, no, it's, uh, well, of course, www, but it's photosteve.com. Okay. Pretty simple. It's just just like it sounds, P-H-O-T-O-S-T-E-V-E.com. Okay. And yeah, I've got, I've got portfolios there. And yeah, you can see some of my work. There you go. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Stevie, thanks for sticking around for After Hours. And folks, you're we'll welcome. be back next week. Have a great Father's Day, a great weekend. Enjoy the U.S. Open if you're watching it. And uh, be kind. Go out and play some golf.